Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you are very well. Today is a slightly different episode. It's not something I really normally do, but I thought you might be interested. I know I've had a few questions and DMs and things over the last few months asking the behind the scenes of our YouTube strategy and what the vibe is, what the situation is. I was like, do you know what? If there's three people messaging me, there is going to be way more people who actually want to know what's going on. But and not asking so I was like let's do a video so this is going to be a video a podcast sorry this is going to be it's because I've got YouTube on the brain <laughs> a three-month YouTube channel update or using YouTube as a marketing channel or adding it into our mix whatever you want to kind of classify it as yeah I'm quite excited to record this as I said it's different I don't talk this po- podcast is purposely not about me it's not normally it's not really about like the focus is not around me and telling you what I do and why I do it and how I do it. That always comes into the episodes, inevitably. But, you know, it's not about a, this is what I've done, so you go and replicate it. And nor is this episode that. It's more so just to show you and share experiences because I know that this is a topic that's coming up. And it's also a topic that is going to become bigger as 2023 unfolds. There is an episode upcoming about my 2023 predictions and forecasting and trends and oh my goodness it's going to be a long episode (laughs) so get yourself ready for that because if you like that I have lots and lots of observations on that so that's a big juicy episode to look out for but yeah YouTube I'm gonna gonna delve in today and show you the whole ins and outs or tell you a lot of the ins and outs there's not an awful lot to say but I think it's it's a useful one to to listen to so yeah here we go three-month YouTube update. Now, first thing that's worth saying is it's not actually been three months. (laughs) I'm about a week out. So on Tuesday, the 16th of August this year, 2022, uh, we posted for the first time, which is nearly three months ago in, you know, a week or so's time. And I say we, and I'm going to say we throughout this because this is not really me who has been doing this. So it's not my project. It isn't me who's headed this up. They're my lovely team member, who is my market manager for the business. It's kind of been her project and responsibility and thing that she's been doing. I'm obviously involved with it and involved from a strategic perspective and obviously some of the creation of the content, but she's very much been running it, analysing it, going with that. So big heads up to her. And yeah, I'm I'm really grateful for that. And I'm going to touch on that actually in the episode about how that works in our process, because I think that's what people are very interested in. Um, so yeah, I'll be using we throughout this because it's very much a team effort. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I just wouldn't because I just don't have, you know, the time or the, the inclination to do it. But yeah, let's go. Right. So why have we done YouTube is a question that I've had where people are like, okay, what what's the vibe? Why? 
And there's numerous reasons and I'm not going to go, you know, you can go and listen to a digital marketing podcast if you need, you know, if you want to know the real true ins and outs of it. It's not any groundbreaking reason why we're doing it. It's just, it's a channel that I really appreciate. I appreciate the value of. I enjoy the longevity of it. Not so much when I go into explaining our strategy and the way we're using it, but in terms of the the long-term potential of it, I really appreciate and I like. I like the almost editorialness of it in the sense of it is different than the usual kind of fast-paced over in 30 minutes or you know 24 hours nature of say Instagram. So yeah that's kind of why we did it. It's very much part of a wider longer term market and plan. It is not and I'll go into the I'm gonna actually physically go into the stats and give you the raw data so you can see like I'm not hiding anything here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the whole ins and outs. You know for me it, it's not about fast results with YouTube it's never gonna be I say that obviously just preference this whole thing I'm gonna make a lot of assumptions throughout this podcast please just understand that obviously yes you can have anomalies you can have unicorns you can have things where they just take off in the viral and it's amazing and you end up with a massive channel but when I'm talking I'm talking about the majority I'm talking about most people the average Joe which I am an average Joe and I think that's really important because So many people can put me and other people on pedestals and think, oh, well, it's fine for you because you do this or it's fine for this and the other. I just wanted to say, like, hang on a minute. No. And I think digital marketing 2022 has really shown everyone this. It's like everyone starts somewhere and everyone starts at the bottom. I've loved this year seeing TikTok and seeing how people who have these massive, huge audiences have really struggled. And I don't mean that in like a nasty way of like, oh, they've struggled. But I just think it helps people see that everyone starts at zero And people have had to get on TikTok and people are really struggling, you know, who've got 200,000 followers and can't get a thousand on TikTok because they're still finding their feet. So I just want to preference this whole thing by saying, like, I know this is not about digital marketing strategy, but the whole of your marketing is about trial and error. It's about trying things. It's about uniqueness. It's about seeing what works and what doesn't. And this for us was very much that. It was about a long term picture of this is what I want And this is just one element of a whole ecosystem of other things that I decided to bring in that we wanted to explore and do. So very much all of the stuff that I do is very experimental. It's very about let's just do it because I'm not afraid to do something and get no views or put it up in a completely flop or have a channel with no subscribers. That's the ego shit that everyone can't get their heads around normally of other leaders or people who have run these successful businesses don't want to they don't want to go there, you know? They don't want to face doing a year of YouTube and end up with 100 subscribers. That doesn't bother me. I'm like, it doesn't, I don't give a fuck, right? It's like, if that's what happens, that's what happens. For me, it's about the interest of trying and seeing what hap- you know, what works and what doesn't. And when your ego and your, you know, quality of work and your belief and your self-belief and your business belief is not built on vanity metrics which mine isn't it makes this whole thing so easy because you're just like well yeah let's let's try it and see and I get that for a lot of other business owners that's not the case and that makes it very difficult bearing in mind some people build their businesses on selling whatever result they've created for themselves which is not something I choose to do because I don't that doesn't light me up so for me it was like we're just gonna rock up and and see what happens and let's go with it now it wasn't a let's rock up and then just it's not completely random obviously there's a strategy behind it but in terms of letting go of the outcome and the result hugely very much just about let's see what happens each week let's check in you know with my market manager we have a one-on-one every week so we very much just keep up to date with each other every month she 
does a report. Just had a meeting earlier today, which was great for running through October and the whole report around that. And which was had some fascinating insights in, but that's for another podcast, like a really positive interest in insights that really add to this idea of vanity metrics and then actually looking at the metrics that matter and what that means. But in terms of the, the YouTube side, she then reports back and we can go from there. And I think for us, you know, the first, the idea was for the first six months to a year, it's about us setting benchmarks and setting, you know, having collecting data to even move from. So I always talk to people about data and business and collecting it and being able to make data-driven decisions. That can only happen once you've got a benchmark. So for us, it was like, right, let's put in this three, six, 12 month stint. And along the way, we obviously make decisions, make tweaks, change strategies, stuff like that. But it was very much about, let's just date together for now. Let's just get a base and let's see why we're playing at, which has been exciting and fun. And I don't know if you can tell, I'm really excited actually about this episode. Like it's, as I say, marketing and, and digital marketing is not something I talk about hugely on this podcast. I mean, it could be a whole podcast, but I, I, I don't tend to do much of that. But I do love talking about it. So if you want more chat about marketing, let me know, because I do enjoy it. I just, it's not something I particularly sort of talk about all the time. So that was the basis of where we went from in the sense of like what the vibe was the I'm going to break down we have two key strategies going within the YouTube strategy which I'm going to break down for you in a bit because there's a bit more of a backstory behind those two but yeah that's why we started YouTube the one thing that was going to be very interesting was my name so obviously my name is May James that is also the business name so the, the business name is May James there is also a very famous person who has the same name but backwards who's called James May who I've been ridiculed all my life for and get called every single week at least once a week James on email who is James May who if you don't know and you're listening because I know the podcast is now in 20 countries around the world which is amazing so hello if you are not from the UK and you are listening somewhere else please come and speak to me tell me where you're from leave a review I love the fact that we are in ears all over the globe James May if you for those of you who don't know is kind of like a well, he's like a TV personality who, I don't want to do him a disservice, like he likes cars and does all sorts of different things and he used to be on a really popular TV show that was called Top Gear and now I don't know what they do, whether that's been reinvented or what, but he's basically like a popular um, personality in the UK and yeah, I mean, if you type into YouTube May James, James May is going to come up and he's huge on YouTube because he's like, you know, in terms of clips and video and stuff like that so we had this whole other thing which I'm not saying is like stopping us or anything but I just mean like that was a whole thing we had to decide on of like yeah got to understand that organic search and things like that was going to be affected because we have this guy who if you type in the two words he will come up which is just funny and I think that's I wanted to note that because I think it's interesting (laughs) um that yeah he's kind of a key player in the sense of who my name is, and it's similar, you know, if you type my name into Google, that has always been like a play, but it's less, on Google, it was less of an issue than it is on YouTube. YouTube, it's like you type in May James and you will get that. <laughs> so that's fun. So if you want to find us on YouTube, if you type May James business, I do come up. And as the channel grows, you know, that'll become better. And as the SEO gets better, it'll, it's all going to help each other. But that was an interesting 
for it before we even started having this whole conversation around that and what does that mean and you know how does the strategy change because of that which we did do a few things to kind of support to support us in that but yeah that was interesting so we cut the channel made the channel again I didn't do any of that but let's just talk about that for now then so how this whole process has worked is I have a market manager who has taken this all on so she manages post schedules replies to things does all the editing does all the things like I do not do anything it's completely offloaded the only thing I do is record content which is either physically recording a video I mean we repurpose the content which I'm going to talk about so yeah that's all I kind of do with it I don't have to do anything else unless there's a comment that comes up where she is like what do you want to do if there's not if it's a comment that she thinks makes sense to you know bring up to me so that's how it works and that works really well for me because the reality of it is is I just don't have the time to to do that and it's not something I need to do so I record clips and it all gets put together into a weekly vlog which is weekly at the moment and we're doing that to kind of establish what the vibe is and then we're going to decide from there whether it goes to bi-weekly or weekly depending on if people enjoy it if they like it yeah that's the kind of situation with that before I go into the whole ins and outs of the strategy I thought I'd talk you through the stats and then we'll talk more into strategy so in terms of the statistics these are current as of today so it's now the 8th of November um so as I said you know we're eight days off been on the platform for three full months so between now and then we could have some you know magical situation happen where all of a sudden overnight I have thousands and thousands of followers but I really doubt that <laughs> will happen so these are relatively up to date and I'm really quite proud to share these which some of you will laugh because you'll be like why are you proud of these it sounds dreadful but for me these were much better than we anticipated so before we started YouTube I was very I didn't even set to be honest we didn't set any metric goals because I was like we just need to benchmark it and actually it doesn't really matter I just want to see what happens obviously we have to measure it in the sense of how much is it costing me versus what is the outcome in the sense of I'm paying someone to manage this all for me so you know at the minute it's losing cash and that is true and that's something you know I keep a I keep a tab on and, and we make decisions going forward based at various intervals on what is the investment versus what is the outcome the podcast is the same right I pay someone to deal with that for me I have a podcast manager I don't do anything to do with the podcast apart from actually recording it and then the podcast manager and my market manager deal with anything else around that but even still there I still have to weigh that up because I'm paying for that so it's the same sort of thing and it is for many people you know in business you're probably the same if you use Pinterest or you use something else it's the same sort of vibe so anyhow let's go on to the stats so this is for nearly three months we have had and I've got them written here wrote down here 64.3 hours of watch time which if you're in YouTube world you'll get that but if you're not basically just means how much time has people spent watching your content and for us that has been 64.3 hours which I think sounds like a hell of a lot of time <laughs> obviously it's not one person listening to it but that is um you know a decent chunk of time and in terms of views 
we've had 18.5 thousand views, so 18,500 views on various pieces of content that we have published. Now, in the time that we have been on here, we've published 74 videos. So 74 pieces of content has gone up to get 18.5k views. Now, obviously, if you divide that, I haven't divided it, so I don't know what it is, but it will not be that many views in relation to how many videos. And then the other thing to mention here is most of them are YouTube shorts. So the majority of the strategy at the moment is around shorts. And those 18.5k views have come from shorts. There's only six videos on the channel that are actual YouTube videos in the sense of a physical video that's been made for YouTube that is not short form piece of video. Yeah, short term, <laughs> short term video now, the definition's difficult, but what I'm essentially saying is it, it isn't a short, there's only six videos, which is very interesting, right? So this is mostly 74 videos, is essentially 68 of them are shorts, which if you're unsure what a YouTube short is, it's essentially like a TikTok or a reel, an Instagram reel, but on YouTube which is a growing thing in itself because, you know, I didn't really know until, I don't know, I think about June this year, that when they launched, I can't remember. I didn't have a clue what one even was, but obviously now that's what it is. So we've got 18,500 views. We also have 33 subscribers, which I am over the moon with, can I just say. So if you are one of the 33 subscribers, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks for following, or subscribing, sorry. I really appreciate you, and thanks so much. And I really am over the moon with 33 subscribers, which I know some of you will be like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm buzzing with 33 subscribers. If anyone does YouTube, you know, in the last four years, YouTube has got it extremely difficult to grow at and shorts have made it so much easier for people, right? So that's completely changed the game for so many creators who were never on YouTube in the first place. People who've been on YouTube for 10, 15 years, the views they get now are nowhere near what it used to be. They, you know, they don't make any of the money that they used to make compared to how extremely, you know, profitable it was. It's just such a different landscape and such a different platform. So the 33 subscribers makes me extremely happy and really like proud. I'm really, really happy with that. It's 33 people who are interested in what we have to say. What I love about YouTube is how great the analytics are and how good the tracking is in the sense of, I mean, it's not perfect and it doesn't track everything, but we can see, you know, where does the subscribers come from and which video do they come from? And it's fascinating to see that. And I can see there's a couple of videos in particular that really converted if you want to use the word convert in the sense of to subscribers in a high way which was fantastic so 33 subscribers some of those will be from my existing audience I can't tell you how many because I don't know um you can't see who is subscribing well it depends you can see some people you can't see others but you can't yeah you can't see so some of them will be but I definitely know for a fact that there's also uh, some of them who aren't because we, we can tell from the ones we can see so you know, that's a mixture of people. So yeah, subscriber-wise, I'm over the moon. And what will be interesting for you to note is, oh, do I have it written down here? I don't think I do. Last month, I think 33 of those subscribers, I think 20 of them came from just one month. And I want to talk, I'll talk about that as we go into it in terms of momentum and building and 
and what that means. But yeah, 33 subscribers, which is cool, you know? I'm really happy with that. I'm chuffed with it. I think that's a really great thing, especially in the sense of like, getting a YouTube subscriber is quite a, it's quite up there in the sense of if you talk about the value of a subscriber, now that's very subjective, but in terms of how like TikTok, if you get a follower, you know, people can have 400,000 followers on TikTok, but then have 10,000 followers on Instagram, the value of a follower, which I'm not going to go into on here because that's a whole other podcast. The value of a subscriber on YouTube, I personally believe is really quite heavy and strong for someone to actually subscribe. So I'm really chuffed with that. In terms of demographics, this gets really interesting. So 41% of the viewers overall from the whole lifetime of the channel are in the US, which is cool and makes a lot of sense because I personally believe it's a much bigger platform, especially from the shorts perspective in the US at the moment. I think that will change, but I think we're just always behind in the UK. So, you know, it it is what it is. And 60% of viewers are male. Now, I don't love that in the sense of our ideal client is, is women or anyone who identifies as a woman. Um, of a lot of the viewers, out of that 60%, they're for non-business reasons. Yes, definitely. I can almost, you know, guarantee that. So that that is interesting and that's why I definitely wouldn't, I don't place very much thought process behind the 18,500 views we've got because when you're using a short strategy, it's the same as reels and it's the same as, well, it's it's even, it's basically like TikTok where, you know, it's, it's potluck of who you're going to get to see your stuff and what the algorithm shows to who. There's no way of tracking how relevant that person is to who's actually received it. Um, so the 60% male thing's interesting and I'm excited to see over the next three months where that changes and how it shifts because it's definitely shifted even in the last month we've noticed that those percentages have decreased in terms of the 60% was higher and also in the US viewers the it was much higher but it's nice to see that the content's now being given driven and, and given out in other countries so that's fun it's, it's interesting it's good but those are some kind of inside stats in case you're interested um in you know that thing I will come on to click-through rate in a moment. I'm going to just talk about now the strategy of what we've actually been doing in terms of the content strategy. So there's two things running parallel with each other and this is the strategy I choose chose to go with. This is not me saying that this should be your YouTube content strategy. It's not me saying it's the best. It's also not me saying that I'm an expert in YouTube because I'm not. And I have clients who I've advised to do a different strategy depending on their business and what they want from it, etc. But for us, this was what I went for. So we have got two things going alongside each other. We've got the shorts, YouTube shorts as a video form, as a content style going out. And then we also have this vlog style behind the scenes, longer form video content. Within those two strategies, there's then sub strategy within it, which I'm not sure we're going to go into today. But... I just want to talk about the two differences. So Reels is the is the main bulk of it. And that's essentially just getting out as much content as we can on the platform and seeing what sticks because we just don't know. And it makes sense. So we post, I think it's seven times a week, a Reel. Not a Reel. A, a short, um, which is, you know, I, th- I think it's between... I don't think it can go more than a minute and a half, but I could be wrong for YouTube Shorts. 
and that gets repurposed from our TikTok. So TikTok is the home. I don't make any content for YouTube shorts exclusively. It all comes from TikTok and it's repurposed from there. So it goes out on TikTok and then the market manager takes it from TikTok, reposts it, does all the stuff she needs to do to make it, you know, optimise it for YouTube. And then she completes everything she needs to complete to upload, which has been fun in itself. And that's exciting. And I like doing that because it means I create content and it's it's good. So that's the real, the, the shorts thing. And that, I mean, it doesn't take her ages. It's not horrendous. Obviously it does take time because we're pushing out as much as we are, but it's it's good. We did try putting out two a day to see that, because we have a lot of, we have a massive volume of content that we could definitely put out more than one a day. But when we did that, we felt like it wasn't making sense and it didn't from the analytics that we had, which granted were not hugely valid, like it was a small sample, it didn't make sense. So we just went back to one a day, which is the short strategy. The vlog behind the scenes strategy, this is essentially where I'm vlogging a particular moment in time behind the scenes access that people do not get anywhere else. Now, this has been on the list to do for, I'd say a year and a half to two years. We really started looking at it last February as like a massive huge thing of like yes this is definitely happening and we were I'd made plans and we were doing this and then in the end I pulled it and I was like no it's not ready let's not do it it's taken me until this point to get to a place where I'm like okay we've got enough resource that that makes sense is it perfect no is it what I want it to be not really is it great it's all right but that's okay like I, I it needs to just get out there and I'm, I'm very happy to refine at later date. The idea of that is to provide a, an alternative viewpoint for people to look and to follow me. So for some people who are avid consumers of what I do and my work, they will watch that because they just like another outlet to watch me on. Other people, this will be their only outlet that they'll watch me on and that's fine. It's purposely created so that it's not totally business focused but it's still it's obviously business it's not someone trying to be an influencer because I ain't an influencer I don't want to be an influencer <laughs> like it's not you know that's not really me and the goals and the objectives but it's also about showing the different sides of business and the different sides of being a business owner and running multiple businesses and that's what the videos intend to do. So it's more of a casual situation and it's very much about, you know, an engagement strategy to help the existing community, help people feel more close to me, help people still feel like they know who I am, what's going on, the raw version of it. And also it comes back to my commitment that I've made, you know, when I first started the business that I wanted to show what it was really like. I wanted to show people the reality of of, of having this and, and running businesses and showing an alternative viewpoint that is not steeped in this is so amazing look at my life how amazing everything is I'm very raw on the vlogs I don't love making them in the sense of I hate doing videos landscape I'm so used to vertical and that being just you know the future YouTube has recently changed so that you can upload vertical video and it will kind of help with the user experience of viewing it however much to my frustration my market manager has urged me to <laughs> that we can't switch to that and we need to keep on the landscape stuff mainly for people who 
are watching on TV, which is quite a huge thing. You know, people love watching YouTube now on TV and uh, on a desktop or potentially even an iPad. You know, the, the vertical thing that they've done only really works if you're watching on mobile. Now, if... And the only reason I don't like recording landscape is just it makes you look not great. Like, I know I've spoken to people who do YouTube and <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't love that. But, you know, we get over it. Like, it is what it is. We move. And um, it's just a case of getting used to getting into a habit and, and, and making things work. So that is the kind of situation with the behind-the-scenes vlog. The other reason for doing that is... I am moving away from posting as much on Instagram stories just because of Instagram and its crazy situation and whatever it's doing and, you know, it changes every week as to what it's deciding to do. But there's definitely things that suggest to me that, you know, having... I share or used to share huge, long daily stories and sometimes I do and especially in Q4, I, I still will continue. But as an overall strategy, it's nothing that I'm like huge on because it just doesn't make sense for the amount of views that I get on stories to to do it in the in a way that is takes up so much of my time like doing this the amount of stories that I have done in the past on such a daily basis doesn't necessarily serve our ideal clients and doesn't necessarily serve me in terms of the time it takes anyway that's a whole different strategy and conversation and thought process behind that so yeah, the vlog's kind of a nice in-between. I also think a lot of people like to see a longer-form video than just seeing it, like, every day for a minute of the reality of what's going on. I'm still on Instagram stories. I still always will be there. We've also got another Instagram, which is, like, my personal Instagram, which is May James Behind the Scenes. Like, May James BTS is the username. So I'm sharing more on there of, like, personal stuff. But the YouTube vlog behind-the-scenes idea was more for people to just get, like... A hit of me and a a really raw understanding of what it's like to build businesses and the reason the, the huge reason I did that was just because I'm so when I started in business like it's really hard to find that and I'm not gonna sit here and say no one was doing it because that's bullshit like of course there is people who are doing it but I just think there's not enough people or I haven't found enough people who are raw and open and honest and not like glamorized of like how amazing it is who are really raw and open and that was like okay let's let's do that because if I'm looking for it other people definitely are and you know from the comments I've had about the vlogs which have been really positive which is lovely and I so appreciate when anyone makes any comment about you know anything we put out they're like yeah I really love this and really enjoy watching it and just seeing real life happen so that that kind of makes me quite happy and those are the two strategies that's running alongside each other do we have a lot of ideas for things we'd like to do a hundred percent do we have a lot of ideas of things that would make more sense in terms of growth or more sense in terms of statistics then yeah hundred percent but at the minute you know I live and breathe what I talk about with clients and what I talk about in my market and I'm a messaging of like being sustainable and doing what you can and using what you can and taking messy action like right now I have to make really strong, clear calls on time, on budgets, on what makes sense for us as a business to do. And this is the strategy we're going with for now. If I had unlimited team and unlimited amounts of money and unlimited time, yeah, I'm sure I would do many of the things that we have in the pipeline that will happen eventually. But right now I'm happy to 
to go at this in this way because it's sustainable for us and it's manageable. But there are some exciting additions and I'm excited to drop a few interesting things just, you know, as and when we can, even if it's not consistent, just to spice it up and to to keep it moving sort of thing. But yeah, it's fun and I've enjoyed this whole YouTube thing. I've really enjoyed having a different channel. I've enjoyed seeing what happens. Oh, the other thing I should say, sorry, that I've missed out of here is we do have, so we've got the shorts and we've got the vlog BTS going on. There is a third arm that's going to come in that the team, again, I've had no thing, like, I don't want to say say I have, I was the one that said that we wanted to, <laughs> that I wanted to do it, but I've had no, I've not grafted or done anything with it, is we are going to introduce the podcast on YouTube, which was a big move and a decision that we've gone backwards and forwards on. It hasn't at this point of time recording gone live yet. It's in the pipeline of, I think it's ready to go. We're just waiting to decide on dates, but we are going to upload the podcast onto there, which I'm excited about, mainly because depending on where you are in the world, sometimes it's really difficult to listen to a podcast, which I don't think many people understand but I certainly do, that sometimes YouTube's really accessible for people, whereas sometimes like apps don't work or downloads don't work or even just internet, like how much it takes on phone storage or your internet speed, sometimes YouTube works much better for people. And so I'm happy to to put it on there. It really doesn't help us in terms of our analytics and, you know, podcast charts and all that, but like that doesn't really apply to us because it's a, you know, we're a small niche podcast and, and business but I yeah we are gonna start putting whole podcast episode length full length things on there in a playlist with the honest business podcast just as an option for people especially those people who come across us via shorts so that they can can see the podcast um it is linked in all of the captions is that the right word description box is probably the better word but, you know, I think it's it'll be nice for people to be able to access that. So we've been doing that, or we are going to be doing that. So that will be the third kind of addition to the strategy, if you like. And then, as I mentioned before, there's other stuff in the pipeline, but will not be coming for at least, I don't know, six months, something like that, apart from, like, any one-offs. But, yeah, apart from that, we post basically every single day on the YouTube channel and also weekly in terms of the vlog. Again, I feel like we need to do another episode in terms of marketing strategy and and what we choose to go for because there's a whole discussion to be had around my thoughts and opinions on repurposing content because I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll just say that out loud. Um, I am in terms of repurposing your ideas and your thoughts and what your message is. I'm not in terms of just taking one piece of content and slapping it on another platform. Obviously, with TikTok and YouTube Shorts, I have completely overrided that and we are doing that for that and that's a decision I made. It's hard to show you that a visual <laughs> why we're doing that and kind of where we see connection points adding up and where we want people to move to and what the journey is but that's all kind of behind the scenes what we discuss of of where is pe- where, where do people go and what bucket do people sit in. So yeah that's the kind of content strategy side of it. I'm not going to go into each specific one and then what the, the you know the drop down strategy of that is but I will say for the 
the shorts, we have tried using different things. So we tried using trending sounds, we tried using me and my voice, you know, original audio. We've put up podcast graphics where it's literally just the sound as the podcast and the image is not moving. So, and, and you've got to remember with YouTubers, they do a lot of screening algorithm wise via video, which is really cool. But it, it means that there's certain things we weren't sure of, but then it's kind of disproved a lot of theory we had anyway. So that's a whole, <laughs> again, whole of the conversation about content and content strategy and algorithms and what you should be using. But we're personally going for trying different things. We're trying, you know, text on video, someone moving in the video, just face me, like face to cam. There's different things. And it keeps surprising us because every month there's something happens and then we're like, oh, that was a weird one or that was a, <laughs> a shift that we weren't expecting even down to like emojis and stuff like that is really interesting to to kind of see what is is going on with that being said if we go back to statistics and things so click through rate we currently have overall across the channel 2.6% click through rate which again I'm happy with I think it's relatively all right it's nothing groundbreaking but it's also not horrendous so that you know great some videos we've had especially i think it was last month had one of them had about a 6.9 percent conversion rate uh, conversion click-through rate another one had about a 7.6 percent i think which has been really interesting to look and obviously i check on the the data on a kind of a, a couple of times a week but my market manager really goes into detail of every single thing we upload and analysing it and coming back into telling me, you know, what is working and what isn't and, and presenting me with that information to help us move forward and to, to continue building and working on the strategy. And it's been really fascinating to see what is providing people with interest or what is sparking, you know, conversation, if that's the purpose. And when I mean conversation, I don't necessarily mean in the comments, I just mean in people's brains or in terms of them tapping and accessing different things. So that has been really fun. What I thought I'd talk about is October itself, because in that month, there were some real interesting shifts that took place. So in October, we had about 10,000 views out of the 18,500. 10 of that thousand came from October itself, and that brought in 21 new subscribers. So I think that's an interesting well, it was for us, it was interesting to use as like an analytical tool of, of, of viewing that and seeing, okay, well, August and September, we kind of, obviously it's mid-August, but you know, for that six weeks, it did one thing. And then now we're looking at this and we've done four weeks where in four weeks, it really started cementing itself and, and making sense and also showing up on YouTube when we were typing stuff. It Like when people are searching for stuff, it was coming up and actually registering in search, which was cool. So 400 of the 10,000 views came from search, which is much higher than I'd initially anticipated or thought would do, which is really great. So that made me very happy to understand that 400, which I know some people will think that's nothing, but that's really huge compared to so many other places when you're going to type in to try and find content if you think about TikTok and people searching for content, which they are now because they use it as a, a search engine, that compared to YouTube, like YouTube makes so much more sense in the sense of that 400 really is good. I think 
that also excites me because I think there's huge potential there in terms of going forward and you know like what the kind of longer term situation is and what we want for the channel and the purpose of it it just makes a lot more sense so that's really cool and really nice that we are showing up and searching that it is worth doing and then obviously the other 9,600 feet well not the whole lot but the majority of that has come from shorts or people I mean some of it comes people directly clicking from when we're promoting it on Instagram but very few most of it is coming directly from their algorithm showing the content to people themselves. I wanted to touch on something that I don't think anyone really talks about with YouTube and that is comments and the hate you get. So (laughs) I don't know if hate's too much of a strong word but the opinions maybe but the comments are wild on YouTube right? So we haven't had like hundreds of comments or anything but we have had some comments since joining YouTube. it's been really fascinating to see. As I mentioned before, a huge amount of the people watching are male and every single comment that we have had on YouTube that has been a interesting one, should we say, has come from a man. So that's the first thing to note. Uh, Some of the comments have been utterly disgusting, I'll, I'll say that. And if they're you know, disgusting, rude, like just damn right bizarre and crazy, I will delete them because I just am like, no, I don't want other people reading. You know, if it's hateful, if it's offensive, not really offensive to me, but I just mean offensive to potentially other people, then it's just an instant delete. If it's someone just commenting something and they disagree and they don't like it, then fine, it can stay up, like whatever. I'm not, I'm happy for the engagement, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, But just to warn anyone who's <laughs> listening to this and thinks, right, I'm going to get on YouTube, um, just a heads up, it is a bit of the Wild West and it is crazy. TikTok can be bad. Like if you end up on the wrong side of TikTok, oof, that's a killer. I would actually say that YouTube seems to be the worst, <laughs> which, you know, I'm not huge on any platform, so I can't really comment for, for certain for everyone. But so far on YouTube, it is quite intense. Like people are very, get very frustrated, very annoyed, very like defensive you know, a lot of that comes in the territory, in the the niche I'm in, like the fact that we talk about business and there's a woman talking about it, I still believe around the world is really an issue for people. That's been interesting to see. And we've had a laugh because <laughs> I get a message with a screenshot. If it's really funny. A lot of it, I just don't see full stop because my team are not going to show me it if I don't need to see it. But some of it's been fascinating. So just a heads up, it, it is an interesting um, place to be. I wanted to, this podcast way longer than I intended for it to be. I thought it was going to be just like a 20 minute. Here's an update, but here we go. We're already 45 minutes in, so no problem. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope I haven't bored your ears off, but I think it's probably interesting for people. I thought I'd comment on, should you join YouTube? Because that's what you might be thinking now. So I thought I'd give you my two cents of what I think. Should you join YouTube? I think if you need clients and you actively need to make money, I'd say no. It's definitely not the place to do that, in my opinion, personally. Should you join YouTube because you want to from a longer-term perspective? Yeah, cool, why not? Should you join YouTube as your main platform? I'd argue no, definitely not. It's much harder to grow than it is other platforms. Is it a place for conversion to happen? I'm also not convinced. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying if you want to make a sale, I just don't feel like it's a sales platform. It's not what it's intended for. It's not what it's meant to do. 
but can you definitely cultivate a community that will in turn buy from you? 100% of course. I just think it's very much about a longer term strategy personally. I know there's other people who I have spoken to who have chosen to, you know, remove themselves from Instagram or remove themselves from a platform that doesn't make them feel good and switch to this more longer term, some people would argue, form of, of marketing and really thriving and enjoying it. So it's it's not for me to say that it's impossible, it's not, but I definitely wouldn't say it's like going to transform your business overnight. But I do, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying being on there. I'm enjoying the longer form stuff and talking to people. I mean, I kind of like... I love the podcast. I feel like it's it's the weekly thing that I give to people that is free, that I give up my time to give some really in-depth, detailed conversation and, and, and stuff that really helps people. And YouTube's not that. It's not educational. It's not about that. But it, it is to show insight and it's educational in the sense of like people learn through seeing people do stuff, right? So that excites me. But if you want to join YouTube, why not? Let me know if you do. Send me the link. I'll come and... <laughs> I'll come and follow you or I'll subscribe to you. And then I thought I'd circle back around to long-term goals. Actually, no, there's one thing I should say on the YouTube thing. When you've listened to my stats, please don't use them as your benchmark. My figures are always very low in comparison to a lot of other people. So this is just, I maybe should have said this at the beginning, but hey ho, if you're still at the end, then you're hearing it now. The content I create is not very like... Well, one, it's not very good content. And that's not me, like, saying it's not very good content, even though it really is. Like, it's just not. You know, my business is not reliant on content for it to make money, which is the difference that a lot of people make. Now, is that a bad thing or a good thing? I don't know. It it doesn't matter, really, to be honest. It's just a choice that I made. So the content I make is quite, like, lazy content. It's quick. It's not... You know, it doesn't take us a week to create one short. <laughs> it doesn't take me ages to create the content, even the vlog, you know, could I spend, could I pay someone to spend like five hours editing it and then another five hours adding it really cool and making the quality much better? Yeah, but I'm just not doing that. So it's very like rough and ready. Therefore, the kind of, you know, results that we get off that are always much lower than what they could be. You might find that you post content and you get a way better traction than I will because I inevitably just, I just don't get a lot of traction. What I do get is conversion, but that's often the long term as well. So even like on Instagram, it takes like, you know, someone can see me and buy straight away, but most people spend quite a chunk of time watching stuff, consuming stuff, et cetera, et cetera, and don't like and don't comment, but then randomly appear and are like, I've followed you for years or I've you know, followed you for a month and now I want to buy and he has 15 grand or he has 500 pound or however much, um, the amount of money doesn't really matter. And then, you know, that be there. So my content's quite like a slow burn. And so it's not, don't like feel like you've got to take whatever I've achieved or not achieved, depending on how you look at it, and think that that's what's going to happen to you because you might find you actually get way more. Like I know there's people depending on your topic like you can literally post one short and get like a million views the the reach is really good especially at the minute you know that can completely change your business <laughs> it's like it can completely change your business I also you know create content in a specific way that doesn't adhere to what a viral piece of content would do which is why it never goes viral <laughs> you know and I, I say that and you know, one day it might, 
But if my task was, right, let's start creating content that'll go viral, then I could do that. But that's not what it is. And, you know, you do that and you could get a huge base on, on YouTube. That's not what my focus is. You know, one day it might be. I might decide, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's start creating, like, viral content. Like, to get something to go viral is not... Yes, there is, like, random ones, but you can actually do it quite simply in the sense of, like, if you if that's your goal. For me, it just isn't. So take my figures with a pinch of salt and actually use them to inspire you and say, actually, I could do way better than she has because made content shit. <laughs> and when I say that, like, please don't think I'm, like, dumbing down what I do. It's just... Because of the stuff I talk about, it's not that sexy. It's very, like, long-term and very sustainable and very this and that. It doesn't get people that excited. So that's why it sometimes is a bit like... Mm. But what it does get is people thinking and people, like, really gets inside their brains, which is what I want it to do. But, yeah, hopefully that'll inspire you because, actually, you might post content and get, like, loads and loads of views and do amazing, which is fun. In terms of our long-term goals with YouTube... I'm not set in any huge ones. I want to continue on this journey. Maybe I'll do a six-month update if you're interested and you still want to hear. Please let me know if you do want a six-month update. Um, and I'll keep you up to date with what's going on. It doesn't have to be as long as this. We can maybe just do like a 15, 20-minute episode. But I would like to continue to grow. I'd like to continue to get the subscribers. You know, it'd be nice to get 100 subscribers, get to 1,000. That's exciting to me. It's exciting to... I mean, the ultimate reason that we went on to YouTube was just so more people in the world can find me. That's ultimately what it is. And whether that's I get an extra two people who know who I am, or whether it's the two million people know who I am, that that's fine. That's all I need. I just want people to know I exist. And that is one method of us doing that. So that's fun. And I will will create the goals and the vision as we go along. I'm very much chilled out and like, yep, let's see what happens. Let's go with the flow. Let's, you know, make it work and see... And have fun with it, I think, as well. That's another thing. We've enjoyed the teams. I really enjoyed having fun. You know, my market manager, even, I said, you know, she she didn't, she never edited a vlog before, <laughs> before this whole experience. And so she's done it. And then I said the other week, you know, do you want us to get an editor? And she said, no. She said, I quite enjoy it. I think it's fun. And, and she's enjoying that. And that makes me happy, you know? Like, I want... I think getting other people involved, it's like, what is everybody feeling? What's the vibe of the team? How's everybody feeling with it? And it's a good feeling at the minute. And so I'm excited for that to continue and we will see where it goes. But for now, I think it's cool and I'm enjoying it and I'm just excited to see it grow and to continue. But most of all, it's more so just to get more people to know who I am because I know I can help way more people in the world. And most people just don't know I exist and they can't find me. So it's another nice way for people to find me. And then when the people who find me who need me do, they reach out and they come into my world. And, you know, I get to help change their life, which is pretty mega cool. So, yeah, that's that's the three-month YouTube update. Way longer than I intended to be. I hope this was useful and that you enjoyed it. I'd love to know if you find this if that surprised you, if you thought it would, the figures would be way higher, if you did this and you'd be so pissed off that you've only got 33 subscribers, <laughs> I'd love to know what you um, what you are thinking and feeling and how you view it. But I also hope this, just in a nutshell, shows to you what business is truly like in the sense of long-term delayed gratification. 
Like, if nothing else, if you're sat listening to this and thinking, God, I don't know how you can be asked to do it for that payback, that's the switch you got to make in your head. For me, I'm, like, over the moon with my 33 subscribers. <laughs> and so is my market manager. We're both like, yay, this is great. Like, this is fabulous. Because I genuinely, when I got on the platform, was like, we could do this for a year and have, like, five subscribers. And if we did, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It'd be like, okay, that's the learning from that. But it isn't. We've got, you know... We've got some more, and that's super exciting. The one thing I didn't mention here is in the last week, YouTube have made a switch, which has really been better, and I think so much better for just the platform in general, is they, at one point, everybody's videos were going on one tab. So when you went on someone's profile, then you went onto their videos, all the shorts and all the videos were combined together. It looked messy, it wasn't good, it doesn't help people because... I'm going to be honest, as a consumer, I do not watch shorts. I don't want to watch shorts. I literally come on there to watch long form video. So that really annoyed me because it was like really disjointing for people. And I know that there's lots of people who are like me who don't want to watch the shorts. So the shorts are very much just a like lead gen situation of, you know, getting people in. And then the idea is they come to our profile and then there's other stuff on there for them to watch that is longer form. And then they might choose to subscribe. And they've made a change this week where you go on the profile and then it now says like video and it has short as the different tabs. And then you scroll and you've got the usual video situation and then you scroll along and then you've got the short, which looks a lot more like a TikTok vibe of like an actual scroll and vertical feed. And that is just so much better for consumers, I believe. I think I prefer it anyway in terms of me consuming other people's content. So that's a great update. And I really think that's going to help people get more on board with channels overall and shorts overall because I suppose if you do want to see shorts you can consume it in that way and you know if you don't want to then you don't what I did what is interesting is I personally do not watch shorts full stop but my sister who's also on the team and when we first initially brought up the the idea of shorts she was really into it like she said oh yeah I watch shorts and she's not on TikTok which I thought was again interesting. So she's 16 and she's not on TikTok, but she watches YouTube shorts and her friends are all, they all watch YouTube shorts, but not TikTok, which is just like the most, to me, it was bizarre, but it was fascinating to hear. And she was like explaining a lot about it. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. She was explaining like why she does that and what her behavior is, but it's such an interesting situation. So I think inevitably, there will be evolution inevitably people will evolve into what their habits are and their consumption is but I really like that they've split the video and the shorts now so that's a great move and I just love how you know the platforms are evolving at such a rapid pace that they do listen so yeah that was just a, a little end segment on that and that's all for this episode thank you for listening if you got to the end amazing come back next week for another one I hope you're well I hope you're having a great month. It's Q4 when we are, if you're listening in sort of real time and upload time, it's obviously Q4 of 2022. It is manic. It's busy. It's the busiest time of year for me. It's probably the busiest time of year for you. If maybe you have a product-based business or if in your service-based business, you choose to get involved with Black Friday and other things like that. So yeah, hang in there. Hope, you, <laughs> hope you're okay. Um, and looking forward to a festive break towards the end of the year. But yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. 
To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time.